Hello, everyone. Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me. And as you can see, I have two guests. They were with me last week, Pastor Justin Bridges, Eric Deaton. They both work in this ministry. Great asset to our, our ministry and to the vision that God has given us. They're going to be sharing with me today and for the next couple of weeks hereafter about being established in faith. That's our theme this week. We began it last week, and if you weren't with us, then you can tell we're in a little bit different setting today. Uh, this is my 50s diner uh, down below. I have a classic car museum. This is the second floor, and in this diner is where our family, we celebrate. We have birthday parties. We watch all of our sporting events and maybe some old classic movies or something, but we have a big time up here. I, I grew up in the 50s and the 60s, and this is where we hung out, a diner. And Carolyn makes her burgers and her malts and shakes, and we have a great time. So we decided we would do our filming for the television broadcast in here for the next few weeks, and I hope you will enjoy it. Uh, once again, we're going to be talking about, as we did last week, being established in faith. I want to read to you from Colossians chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to open them and join with me as I read, beginning in verse 6 and also verse 7. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Now notice the part that I want to focus on is being established in faith. Say it with me. Established, established in, in faith. faith. That's very important. Now, let me read it to you from the message translation. You know your way around the faith. Now do what you have been taught. Do what you have been taught. I was taught how to live by faith 51 years ago, and I'm still applying the same principles today that I learned way back in 1969. And the beautiful thing is, guys, they're still working for me. Praise the Lord. They're still working for me. God has blessed me. God has blessed this ministry. We, we, we have a ministry that reaches around the world. Justin, I've been to 46 different nations in 51 years. And, and new nations are calling out to us even as I speak. God uh, has, has made a winner out of me. And that's the theme that he has given me. Teach people how to become winners in life. And you can't do it without living by faith. Amen. Now, I want to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. And this is such a, a well-known verse. And I'm sure that you're familiar with it. The Apostle Paul says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. So that would tell us that living the life of faith requires discipline. Have you ever heard this phrase? I learned this from Kenneth Copeland back in 1969, the very first sermon I heard him preach. And at the close of his message, before he left the auditorium, he said these words, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. Amen. And then his closing remarks were, and I'd never heard a preacher so bold. 
I thought it was John Wayne has come to the pulpit, you know, and his closing remarks as he folded up his notebook and his Bible, he said, if you believe it, it'll work. If you don't, it won't. Good night. I'm out of here. You know? <laughs> and I thought, where's this guy been all my life? You know, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. If you believe it, it'll work. If you don't, it won't. Good night. And so I learned that if you're going to live by faith, you can't be moved by what you see. You can't be moved by what you hear. You can't be moved by what you feel. You must be moved by what you believe and you choose to believe the Word of God. Now, I'm asking ask you guys to share with our audience some of the experiences you've had in applying that principle. So let's start with you, Eric. Yeah, well, we, uh, my wife and I had a business for the last 11 years, but before we started this business, uh, I worked for a company, a sales company, and there was about 300 sales reps. Mm -hmm. and, and I had gotten in when I was young and, and had worked for that company for about 10 years. And yeah. well, the company made some bad business decisions and they filed for bankruptcy. And 300 sales reps were now trying to figure out what they were gonna do. Wow. And I mean, everybody was going, just the emotions you can imagine, when, yeah. especially for me, I had done this since I was 23 years old, mm -hmm. right out of college, and here now, this is pulled out from under me. Yeah. And so, having been taught the word of faith at that point, we were probably 10 years into it at that point. Okay. We, we said, okay, what are we going to do? And we decided we were going to take that time in the midst of all this chaos and get away and pray. Yeah. And so we, we traveled from Michigan to a place in Missouri, found a cabin in the woods, yeah. and we stayed there for three or four days. We talked and we prayed. And it we, may have been the same cabin up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we just got filled up on the word. But then the Lord gave us direction, and we came out of that with a peace and a calm when everyone else, you know, was frantic around us. And so then out of that, we started this other company. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It is. And so your approach to this whole deal was, I can't be moved by what I see. That's right. I can't be moved by what I hear, and I can't be moved by what I feel. That's right. Amen. And God turned that he situation turned around. Thing. Amen. What about you, Justin? Well, you know, just when you're, you're, you're growing up and you're learning about faith, you know, there's, you know, you never know kind of what's on the inside of you until you face a difficult yeah. situation. Yeah. And uh, I came across something and, and, you know, I had, you know, I had talked about faith. I had, was preaching faith. I was reading about faith, studying faith, but I encountered a situation and where it really looked impossible. So there had to be a time where my belief in what God could do had to switch over to trust. Yeah. You know, so I believe a faith that's living is seen in trust. And, and I counted the situation where um, I, had a, I had a short time frame. I had an X amount of budget within, within our bank account. And we had to sell a home that we were in. And we had to transition. And I was looking out for the months that I had. I was going to run out of money by the end of August 31st of that particular year. That was trying to maintain everything, the different other payments I had. And if something didn't change, then I was going to be all out of finances by mm -hmm. a certain date. And this was the time when the housing market wasn't good. And, and um, I remember <laughs> inviting a realtor over to come look at the home. And, and I said, well, how long will <clears> it take <throat> this home to sell? And she says, well, with the market is now, it's probably going to take about six months to move this house. And I was like, I don't have six months. And I, told, I looked at her. I said, we're going to close on this house on August 31st. And, and, I, and, and after I walked away from that conversation, I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and the Lord spoke this to me. He said, he goes, he, he taught me this. He said, Justin, 
you master impossibilities with the phrase God said. Yeah. And, and I remember what he told me. He said, he said, Justin, I'm going to get you through this. He showed me in times and places in the Word where he got me through this. And here this was, it was uh, the beginning of July. And so I had about eight weeks <laughs> to, to get out of the situation. If not, I was going to be totally out of finances. And, and so a long story short, just continue to stand on the Word, continue to trust that as I, as I, I trusted in what God told me, that it would be taken care of. And, and I remember sitting with the realtor on closing, on the day we closed on that home, and I looked at her and I asked her, I said, Do you, I said, what day is it? And she kind of smiled because she, she, she was like, this isn't going to happen. And she smiled and she said, it's August 31st. And I walked out of there, only had $12 in my bank account, <laughs> but, um, but God turned that around. And what, what the world said it was going to take months and months and months, you know, it just happened within eight weeks. And, and, it and was, what did that do to your faith? It, oh, it, it, it just was like, God, you're faithful. Yeah. God, you're faithful. You know, when you're first starting out, and, and I was really, uh, I just doing what I heard Kenneth Copeland did. Because I don't have any experience in this. I mean, you know, I've, I've made a decision. I'm going to live by faith. I shut my business down. I don't have a paycheck coming in. I still got business debts that I'm believing to pay off. I got a house note. I got, uh, this is 1969. My youngest daughter was born in 69. My oldest was born in 68. Uh, you know, Carolyn, I didn't have anything. And how is God going to make all this happen? And I just listened to Kenneth Copeland and tell stories about what he and Gloria did. And I just thought, well, if I do what they did, surely God will honor my faith like he honored theirs. And he did, you know. And I, I went to the scriptures they used and, and I'm, I'm walking around the house confessing those scriptures. And, and I remember... Sometimes I, I'd get a phone call and it wouldn't be a nice phone call. It was, we're going to sue you if you don't pay this bill or we're going to come and take this. And uh, they just about taking everything anyway, you know. So, man, we're in a mess. And I'm asking God, uh, when does this start working, you know? And, uh, but we, we, were made, we made up our mind. We're not giving up. I'm not turning back. I'm not begging anybody for anything. In fact, did anybody know who I was at that time anyway? So uh, where would I go? I don't have any other choice. I have to trust God. Right. I don't have anybody else I can go to. I have to trust God. And I remember uh, Carolyn's dad was a builder. He built homes all of his, ever since he come back from World War II. And I didn't know one thing about building a house. I didn't know one piece of lumber from another. I didn't know one nail from another. And he called me one day and he said, uh, Jerry, would you come help me on this job? I said, well, Olin, I'd be happy to help you, but I don't know a thing about building houses. You'll have to tell me everything you want me to do. He said, well, just come and be a gopher. I said, what's a gopher? He said, go for this, go for that. You know? <laughs> and so I said, okay. And so I went out on the job with him and I'd go into a room that they'd finish and clean it all out and take the lumber they didn't use and set it out in a pile and burn it. And then I'd go get lunch for them. Then I'd go to the lumber yard and get whatever they needed. And, and I was a gopher, you know. <laughs> and so that went about two weeks. And then when he finished the house and they sold the house and uh, he came over to my house. Now I'm believing God, man, for lunch. I'm believing God for my next meal. And I got two babies and a wife and a house note and a car note and business debts. 
And he come to my house and he said, uh, uh, here, have something for you. I said, what is this? And he has a check. I said, what is this? He said, it's for helping me. I said, I didn't do anything. You don't owe me anything. He said, no, God told me if you would agree to come and help me that I was to pay you this amount. I said, well, you don't really owe me anything. All I did was just go for this and go for that. He said, no, I'd be disobedient to God if I didn't give you this. Mm. And he said, and I don't want you blocking my blessing. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a believer. You know, he he and his wife, Mary, my mother-in-law, they'd learned how to trust God years before I even got saved, you know. But uh, so I took the check and uh, he got in his, well, they lived just close to us. He just walked back to his house. And when I opened the check, I couldn't, I couldn't even talk in English. I just went to talking in tongues. And I walked over and showed it to Carolyn. I said, look what your daddy gave us. And it was enough to pay off several of my debts wow. and buy groceries and pay the house note and this and all that. But what it did for my faith, I mean, it, I, you know, the first time you experience a victory and your attitude is, because you you've never done this before, your attitude is, it really works. <laughs> this really does work. Well, then, man, it was let me at them, you know, yeah. and, and, and then another victory comes, and then another victory comes. I mean, the first car, we got debt-free. I mean, it was a miracle. It wasn't a new car. It was a nice used car with low miles, and, and we believed God for that car, and it didn't happen overnight, but we believed God. In fact, the man that owned it called me, and he said, have you got the money yet? I said, in the natural, I don't have it, but I believe God's going to give it to me. He said, I agree with you. And then he'd call me another week. And he said, you got the money yet? I said, no, but I believe I receive it. He said, okay, I'm standing with you. Well, the next week he called, he said, I got to sell that car. If you don't have the money, I'm sorry, I got to sell the car. I got off the phone with him and it's like somebody just poured a bucket of cold water over me, you know, and I was so disappointed. Yeah. And I walked in the bedroom where Carolyn was. She said, who was that? And I said, he's going to sell our car. She said, what? I said, he's going to sell that car we were believing for. And she said, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. And I I went to the bedroom where I had set up my study, you know, that guest bedroom. I said, Lord, what am I going to do? He said, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. (laughs) I said, Lord, did you hear the man's going to sell the car? I said, what do I do? He said, a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Don't let that man expect to receive anything from God. I said, Lord, let me explain to you how we operate down here. If the man tells you he's going to sell the car, there's nothing else I can do. Now, what do I do now? He said, a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. I said, are you telling me you want me to keep believing for it? He said, a double-minded man... And I realized I can't change God's mind. I went back and I told Carolyn, I don't care if that man sells the car, whoever buys it, I guess he'll have to give it to us. But I am not giving up on that car. And the next day that man called me and he said, Jerry, I couldn't sell that car. God got all over me and said, that's Jerry's car and you better not sell it. And you do everything you can to see to it. He gets it. Well, we wound up with it. But after it, after it came, and the first trip we took in it, we couldn't wipe the smile off our face. We couldn't quit shouting. 
you know, to just see your faith work. Well, folks, I've been living this way for 51 years now, and every day I got to shout because it's a new victory every day. Praise God. Amen. What do you guys have to say about that? I wonder how many times people give up right before it manifests. And I've said that many times that most people give up right at the point of their breakthrough. When they think, I can't stand anymore, that's usually when the breakthrough is about to manifest. So don't give up. Amen. You know, I was thinking about just like the one that wrote, Walk by Faith and Not by Sight, the Apostle Paul. Just a few chapters before that, he writes and he says this, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of the trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed. Paul had trouble? Yeah, Paul had trouble. (laughs) You know, and he said, and so, you know, we we were pressed out of measure. He goes, uh, we were above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. And we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God that raises the yeah, dead. Yeah. So he had to trust in God that could do something impossible. Yeah. So he wasn't speaking of, it wasn't just a cute faith phrase. We yeah. walk by faith and not by sight. No, I'm going to trust him whether I see something or I don't see something. And you know, that answers a question I've been asked many, many times, or it really hadn't come in the form of a question, but a statement. And people will say things like, well, I thought you guys said, if we have faith, we'll never have any more problems. <laughs> this was one of the greatest men of faith that ever walked this planet. And he had trouble. And he said, we weren't even sure we were going to get delivered out of this trouble. So we had to trust God and not ourselves. Right. And he went on to say, and God delivered us and he will deliver us every time we need deliverance. So, you know, if somebody told you that if you, if you live by faith, you'll never have any problems, they lied. You know, I like to say it this way. If you choose to live by faith, welcome to problems. However, welcome to victory as well, <laughs> because you may have more problems you ever had in your life, but you're going to have more victories than you ever had in your life as well. You know, I've, I've told this many times on the broadcast. I was preaching with Oral Roberts uh, in Tulsa at ORU one time, and, and this man came up in the prayer line, and he asked me to pray for him. And he said, Brother Jerry, I want you to pray that I'll never have any more trials. I'll never have any more tribulation. I'll never have any more adversity. So I just reached out and laid hands on him. And I just prayed out loud where everybody could hear, Lord, let this man die. <laughs> he said, I don't want to die. I said, well, sir, that's what you asked me to pray. Yeah. No, I didn't ask you to pray that I die. I asked you to pray that I never have any more trouble. I said, well, sir, that's the only way I know you can never have any more trouble. You got to leave this planet. You got to die and leave the planet. He said, well, I don't want to die. I said, well, Lord, let him live and teach him how to take a stand on your word and refuse to back down. You know, living the life of faith is not tiptoeing through the tulips. It takes discipline, not moved by what you see, not moved by what you hear, not moved by what you feel, only moved by what you believe. Well, Brother Jerry, I don't have that kind of discipline. I didn't have that kind of discipline either. Justin didn't have it. Eric didn't have it. We had to develop it. And if we can do it, so can you, praise God. Now, let me read something to you before we close from Acts chapter 20. This too is from one of the greatest men of faith, the Apostle Paul, that ever lived. Notice Acts chapter 20 and verse 22 through 24. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Ghost Witnesses in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide or await me. Now notice Paul said the Holy Ghost 
has already told me in advance that every city that I go to, to preach the gospel, I am going to be confronted with trouble. I'm going to be confronted with affliction and challenges. Satan is going to come at me tooth and nail, so to speak. But then notice the next statement, beginning in verse 24. But none of these things move me. That is one of my favorite phrases in the Bible. I use it all the time. My wife and I, when we've come under attack from time to time, when we pray, the next thing that comes out of our mouth is, none of these things move us. We're going forward. We're not giving up. We're not quitting. Quitting's not an option. We are not moved by what we see. We're not moved by what we feel. We're only moved by what we believe. None of these things move us. And the Apostle Paul later wrote to Timothy and said, uh, uh, afflictions and adversity and trials I have endured, but out of them all, the Lord has delivered me. Isn't that great? Out of them all, the Lord has delivered me. And he'll do the same thing for you if you make up your mind that quitting is not an option. Don't ever let go of your faith. Amen? Amen. Eric, I want you to pray for our viewers right now. Uh, before we go to our announcement, okay? Okay. Father, I just thank you for every viewer watching this program today, Lord. And I thank you, Father God, that you put this spirit of don't quit on the inside of them. Lord, that they'll, that they'll uh, stand on their faith, Lord, that they'll stand on the Word, Lord, that they'll do what they've been taught. Lord, that they'll do your Word and this will become alive in them. And we thank you for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Justin, I agree. Praise the Lord. All right. Uh, We're going to take you to a a promotional that we're going to show you right now. It's about our online Bible school. You know, if you've never had an opportunity to do a systematic study in the Word of God, I'm talking about where uh, somebody can teach you how to develop your faith, and that somebody is Jerry Savelle. Amen. 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 And uh, Carolyn Savelle and others. Praise God. This is an online Bible school, and you can take it at your own pace. You don't have to move to Fort Worth to take it. Go online and check it out and have questions. Call our office. Ask for our uh, Bible school director, and she can help you answer all those questions that you might have. And I believe, praise God, it'd be of great benefit to you. Now, at one time, we had a Bible school here where you came to Fort Worth, came to class, Justin is a graduate of that Bible yep, school. Yep. Did it help you at all? It changed my life. It changed your life. It changed my life. And now you're the pastor of our church. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> who'd have, who'd have, as we say in Texas, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> Amen. So look what he did for Justin. Praise <laughs> God. You know, uh, actually, uh, Kenneth Copeland told me when I first met him back in 1969, he said, you need to, you need to take a Bible course. I said, well, where'd I take one? Where'd I find one? Well, back then, E.W. Kenyon had a correspondence Bible course, and I took that little course and passed it, praise God, and it was so valuable to me. I I learned some basic principles that I'm still applying today. So once again, if you'd like to get an in-depth study into the Word of God, watch this announcement right now, and then we'll be back in just a few moments.
Hello, I'm Brother Jerry, and I have some exciting news for you. The Jerry Savelle Bible School is now ready. You can enroll. Each course is online, and we're excited about this School Without Walls. You know, the great thing about it is you don't have to come to Fort Worth, Texas and enroll and be in the classroom. You can take each course at your own pace, at your own time. As you enroll and begin to take these courses, you're going to receive in-depth teaching from God's Word. It's going to help build a foundation for living by faith and learning how to receive everything that God has for you. I'd like for you to prayerfully consider enrolling in this Bible school. I believe it will be very beneficial for you, and I look forward to having the opportunity to impart into your life. Thank you, and God bless you. Do you know what it takes to outlast and overcome challenges? Why is it that some believers seem to struggle while others thrive? In today's special offer, Jerry Savelle reveals the key principles that have brought stability and victory in his life for over 50 years. This powerful package includes his book, Life of Faith, his four-part CD series, Faith Made Simple, and his book, The Established Heart. Your faith can grow stronger than ever before. Whether you're just starting your journey of faith or have been on it a while, in this package you will discover six steps to a successful faith project, two things you must have before you step out in faith, and how to see your circumstances through the eyes of faith. Begin to strengthen your faith today. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Established in Faith special package. This life-changing revelation of faith will empower you to live by faith, to overcome hardships, and to stand strong until your victory is seen. Welcome back, everyone. And before we leave the air today, I have to say thank you to my partners. Partners, you are such a blessing to our ministry. We couldn't do all that we do around the world if it wasn't for faithful partners. We appreciate you so very much. We thank you for your uh, commitment and how that you have continued even through the crisis that we've already been through. And you know, our income didn't go down at all. And we attribute that first of all to God being our source. Secondly, to our faith and his ability to keep us strong in the midst of a crisis. And then thirdly, because of our partners. Thank you, thank you, thank you, partners. Those of you that have been uh, hooked up with this ministry or, or you've been aware of this ministry for a number of years now, but you never considered becoming a partner, I'd like for you to prayerfully consider doing that. If you'd like more information about how to become a partner, go online and just look for the partnership app and uh, we can tell you how to become a partner and I believe it'll be beneficial to you as well. Not only are you helping us, we can be a blessing to you. Now, Justin, I want you to talk about the resources here before we leave the air. Yeah. I mean, what a powerful time we've had in the Word today. And, and I'm telling you, it's the Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. And so I want to encourage you to go online, uh, go and order these materials, Faith Made Simple. I'm telling you, keep hearing the Word. It's in the Word that your faith will continue to grow and increase. And I'm telling you, you'll see God move in your life like never before. Um, also, we have a material here called The Life of Faith. I remember a number of years ago when Dr. Savelle taught this and he had an audience in the studio and he taught this step by step in a life of faith. And I'm telling you, you can never not hear enough on the word of faith. And you know, I, also, they might ask about the curriculum we have on that. Yes. Because there's CDs, 
There's DVDs yes, there along with the book. You know. And it's life-changing materials. And then last but not least, here we have The Established Heart. And this is one of my favorite um, books by Dr. Savell. It was the, the first book that he ever wrote. A number of years sold thousands and thousands of copies. And we've actually had our church, um, different our men's ministry at one time, we had about 70 men um, going through this, this book, um, chapter, chapter by chapter. And I think it's a powerful tool that will cause your heart to be established Amen. in the Word. Praise God. Once again, thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.